0: Thank you very much once again, the Deep Purple Pod, the aficionados of Deep Purple stuff. And um, they reminded me that this album was released by Deep Purple. And I remember it at the time thinking, that's a great album. And then waiting for agreement from people and not really receiving it. Thinking well, who who else is saying that this album is great? It doesn't seem there are many of people saying it, and it's it's not that it's been forgotten. But I think it's a, I think it's a much better album. Or I thought it was a much better album than um, than others did, or, or rather, I thought it deserved more discussion and more shouting from the rooftops. Because I think it begins a run of albums which Deep Purple have, I mean, they can take it home as their legacy. You know, from, it, it, it starts that run of Rapture of the Deep, What Now, Infinite, Whoosh. It starts all that. It comes just after, well, not just after, five years after Abandon, which is the second album with Steve Morse. And although I like Abandon, don't get me wrong, I like Abandon very much, particularly any fool know that. I really like it. Um, and the down with school world, so, um spelling of that as well. Although I like it, I think this album shows them more together and, and more relaxed with their sound here. Yes, this is Bananas. Yes, this is from 2003. Yes, this is not quite as good as I remember it being funny isn't it? I thought this was something really special and I've heard it since, I've heard it a few times since and I always thought this is really, this really is a good album. This time when I heard it I thought yeah I like it. I mean how could you not like a cowbell and a scream, big bolshy rock, huge guitar and organ joust of a House of Pain, how could you not like that almost Gillen rap, you know he does that kind of narrative, it's beautiful, a walking around narrative feel almost a kind of, um, as if he's talking to you, in the dressing room perhaps, or something. That's what you get with the sun goes down with that, uh, an almost, a big, almost I owe me type riff, actually. Then there's the wonderful razzle-dazzle. How could you not like a sweet piano solo, a very easy to like, fun, smooth, mature rock feel, matured for your pleasure. And how could you also, how could you curl your lip and I've got your number? which has a jazzy opening. It's got a bluesy meander. They do that so well. Uh, after a gentle middle, you've got a harder guitar and organ thump into a flowing solo from uh, Don Airy, who replaced um, John Lord on this album. It's his first album with the band and a demonstrative um, guitar solo too. They really work well together, Morse and Airy here. Not that, I mean, that continues the great work that Steve Morse did with John Lord, of course. And uh, Bananas gets the gob iron out. Yeah, that that harmonica is wailing. It's a nice, jazzy middle. And then, Morse, Steve Morse kind of says, well, I think I'm just going to go a bit wild on this one, gents. Feel free. Be my guest. And he does. Actually, it's not him, is it? It's Don Airy. It's Don Airy saying, I think I'm going to do a bit of this. And maybe Steve Morse said, go on, Don, have a go. And he does. He really shows us why he's perfect for this band as a replacement, very much as a replacement. It's a great album, this. There are even horns on Haunted, and actually it's the first track from Deep Purple that hasn't got background vocals by Ian Gillan because Beth Hart's on this. It is beautiful. It's got a questing solo from Steve Morse and it's got those horns and it's got a real, sort of accusation haunted is that what you wanted it's a but, but the feeling of it is really sweet and it's almost as if it's a pleading I'm doing this for you I feel this way is that what you wanted because I want you to feel happy and the whole album feels like that we're relaxed so should you be it's not quite as brilliant as I remember but it's really really good and at this point perhaps that's what we needed with Deep Purple they were moving into their I suppose kind of imperial phase and and phrase if you like because that is imperial phrase is a phrase but their imperial period when they could do no wrong with album after album in my view and Bob Ezrin is a big part of that but um, this album is something that I think I slipped through the net a little. And I really like it. I think it's great work. And those people who don't know it, have a look at it. Because it is the bridge from Abandon to those later albums, in my view. They've got the maturity. And they've got the, the understanding. And they've got the enjoyment to lay back on it and produce stuff. that You know they're at a really high level to begin with. And they either will settle at that really high level and you'll love that, or they'll do something with that high level and you'll think, me, that's even better. Isn't that great? Particularly from a band that started so many years ago. Yes, they have bananas. And I'm delighted. Ta-ta.